1: Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi,
2: Lillian Bremett, Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. Uh, I'm so grateful to have you join us and talk about homepreneurship or homepreneurs, how to stay focused uh, when working from home. And a lot of that has really come about. There's a lot of entrepreneurs like myself that are working both at home, but doing a lot of uh, live events, which went on complete standstill during the whole COVID lockdown Mm -hmm. and during that whole period. And now a lot of people have begun to reluctantly get back into being live, but there's still a lot of operations from home. So it's kind of changed the way we do things. And you're going to share some of your expertise on how we can stay focused and productive and all that good stuff. Um, But I'd love for you to share a little bit about your backstory, You work um, and your own business with your company, the Brummett Media with your husband, which is awesome because not too many people can operate a business with their husband or family members (laughs) and be really productive and thriving. So share a little bit about your backstory.
3: All right, all right. Well, Dave and I met and married in the Okanagan region of BC, Canada, Canada, the westernmost province of Canada. Mm-hmm. And uh, we met and married there uh, 30 years ago now, 32, I think wow. maybe going on 33, something like that is 22. Yes, yeah, so it'd be uh, 32 years. Uh, I was 20 years old when we met. And so uh, we have been together a really long time. We started the business back in uh, about 25 years ago. It actually started with Dave uh, drum lessons and drum repairs. But as, because I was running my own business at the time, but as we merged our work together, it became an entire different business, which is now titled uh, Brummett Media Group. And yeah. that name sort of acts like an umbrella for mm-hmm. all the services and products and activities that we do, as well as those we have planned for the future. We're kind of a multifaceted homepreneur because we have a lot of interests, a lot of yeah. activities, And I think because, you know, uh, being a homepreneur, sometimes you have to spread out and have your fingers in a few different pies Mm -hmm. because income ebbs ebbs and flows, interest in services ebbs and flows. So, uh, for instance, with our drum services section through the Angle Hill Studios, which is mainly um, Dave's focus, is where, um, you know, certain times of year, like right around uh, just before Christmas, we have more interest in purchasing Mm -hmm drums and uh, gift certificates and people use those as your Christmas gifts right and then towards after Christmas right around March February March people are just been at their home looking at their drums wanting to play them but oh the head needs replacing or it doesn't sound right because it needs tuning or it needs some sort of service boom we get a whole bunch of activity in that regard Mm. and then you know late summer there's a lot more interest in uh, drum kit lessons in midsummer. there's a lot more interest in hand drum workshops as in group mm-hmm. and family activities people looking for something to do that's fun and so they book us for those types of things so um it ebbs and flows in a variety of different ways so each section of our business has sort of a multifaceted approach, and that includes our writing. Our writing includes two blogs that we manage and our six books that we currently have published on Amazon, including the trilogy that we're working on right now, or as well as the trilogy we're working on right now, and I have a book that I'm also working on for 23-24 time period as well. So we have a lot of those types of activities going on um, behind the scenes as well as uh, hands-on and in-person. And you're right. Oh my gosh. When COVID hit, Ah. everything changed. Although I think it opened up a lot. It opened up our minds to the opportunities that we really do have at our fingertips. You know, I think a lot of businesses revamped how they were approaching their audience Mm -hmm. and how they were reaching out to their targeted consumers or clients and, you know, using the technology that we have available to us was, I think, uh, vastly. um, It was really, uh, there was a lot more exploration in that regard. And in the book industry, Mm -hmm. a lot of people use that time to take on the project of finishing that book that they had in the back of their mind that they had started, getting it out and getting it published and investing in, you know, maybe getting the cover designed, whatever it was that was holding them back. They got it done during that time period. There were something like 3,000 books published a day in the United States alone in the English wow. language alone and um because of covid and that happened about a year year and a half into covid that's when all this happened because people had the time to put that in another thing that really happened with covid is that people Mm. really got on board with like e-courses not Mm. only producing e-courses for their evergreen you know income coming in but also people joining in and those because they wanted to improve their skills now you know they're like here's my opportunity the people who were thinking of this in a positive way. They're like, this is my opportunity now to then to improve my skills, whether it's my typing skills or my mm-hmm. technology skills, or my communication skills, whatever it is they want to improve. And that makes them more viable in the marketplace later on when it comes to, you know, finding that new job after COVID. So yeah. I, I saw and, uh, a lot of changes in that regard.
2: Yeah, I did. And you know, I, I saw people saying, Well, you know, now I've got all this free time for the first time ever, it was kind of like getting off the hamster wheel and being able to reflect pivot and say, Where do I want to be? Where do I want to grow my business? Mm-hmm. Um, or if you're an employee, do I where do I want to stay for the next 1020 years, five years? Where do I see myself? And I saw some of my friends who operated as an employee say, Hey, how can I up my my gain in the Marketplace, you know, gain some more more skills. So yeah, people after they got done with the Netflix and they were totally Netflix out. They're like, okay, (laughs) now what's next? (laughs) Uh,
3: Yes, but I love that you you know, (laughs) yeah, exactly, exactly. But I
2: I love that you mentioned that you know, as far as being an entrepreneur, having your hands in several different buckets, and also I picked up from you that you gave to the marketplace in your area or your client base, what was most necessary at the time, and that changes um, (laughs) both with the seasons and with with time in general, I know when Savvy first got started, our majority of listeners were launched businesses right out of the gate, they really didn't have much of a platform, they were just starting to grow their business. So we had a lot more people who said, I want to come on and do that thing of promotional interviews, where they're kind of using their skill to teach through our, our platform. And mm-hmm. then as we've grown, and now we have mega businesses, you know, um, You know thousands of employees whatever they don't need that sort of service so now it's kind of revamped and what i love what you're talking about that you and dave have been able to do is you've been able to see what is needed right now how do we pivot and most deliver what's most necessary oh
3: and you're so right thank you for saying that but you're so right it is such a um a challenge to keep up with and to try to be on top with. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are people going? What is the trend right now? Um, there was a time when um online radio was like the thing. And we were on there, we were doing, you know, we did a, a radio show called Conscious Discussions. I mm-hmm. uh, ran it for ten years. Uh, it was um, three times a week. It aired. It was an hour each time. New content, and I and been, interviewed people from around the world talking about what they were doing to make the world a different, a better place. And mm-hmm. so it was, it was nonprofits. It was volunteers. It was mm-hmm. writers. It was a variety of different, you know, green business, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of different activities going or topics. But the main focus was uh, showing that the world is not such a dark place mm-hmm. and that there are a lot of people out there making the world a better place because mm-hmm. I think that the more that we highlight that the more we become aware that it's everywhere it's all around us and mm-hmm. then we become less in a state of apathy and start rolling up our sleeves and becoming a little more proactive yeah, in fixing. life right yeah. Yeah. so that was my real passion it still is it carried on to our uh our it's conscious blog uh after that um but um when i had to let that go because uh, my focus had to go in other directions it wasn't because my audience had waned i was getting about 30,000 a month you know mm-hmm. but uh, I found that my time was so constrained, and there was so much behind-the-scenes activities in running such a program, mm. like hours and hours and hours. As you know, right? You're yeah. communicating back <laughs> and forth with your clients or their <laughs> their representatives, and then you're you know you're arranging everything, and then there's a follow up and all the marketing and everything else, right? Yeah. So, well, um, also, um, I you found know, I-, I had to let that go, and but I moved on to things where I knew that the audience was moving to. You know, I knew I had More focus going in this direction. And so you have to let that part go, even if you enjoy it. And I I think that that can be a real challenge with people because Mm. they don't want to let something go that they work so hard on and developing and they want to stick to it. But sometimes you have to just let it go and move on to something else. But it's like if
2: you're an employee, even if you're an employee at an environment, maybe you started there. There was a girl I know who was a receptionist for 20 years great environment for most of the time, but towards the end became uh, a little toxic. And really, it's just as things grow and change, different people come and go, uh, the environment might not fit you anymore, it might not be most beneficial. And like you're saying, you're giving awesome content, but also Uh, what I found here as savvy people were saying, Hey, you know, our time is limited, we'd like something a little shorter. So then maybe you switch it up and you do a blog so that people can read it quickly and and on the go, you know, depending on what people's needs are, because it changes as life changes. Um, Now, how have you stayed focused? Because you and your husband work from home? How has it been that you've been able to create such awesome content and stay focused even amongst all these changes?
3: i um, not really sure. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I, I think, wow, you know, there's so much going on. Um, I, I am, um, I, as a personality, I am very organized. I am tenacious. I'm a bit Um, over self-discipline sometimes I have a hard time uh, walking away from the office even mentally Mm -hmm. Um, and so that becomes my challenge I keep really good records Uh, we also have like as far as running the business itself we make sure that every five years we revamp our business uh Plan the entire business plan from operations to like everything to mm-hmm. future projections. And it becomes this basic, it's loosely produced together. It's not something like we're presenting for a grant or whatever. It's something that we're t- just using to focus our energy and know that this is the direction, this is where we're at, and this is the direction we're, we're heading. And these are the steps we need to take to get there. Mm-hmm. So, a five basic five year plan. And then we break that down into an annual plan. What are we mm-hmm. going to do this year? You know, what is what is Dave willing to take on? What am I willing to take on? What, is, are, Where does his talents lie, his skills? You know, if we could put those uh, uh, projects on his plate, I'll take on these other ones. Sometimes mm-hmm. we have to learn new skills in order to do that project. And so we have to schedule in that time and make the steps to make that happen. So that annual plan basically sits this sits back and says, okay, here's your sort of I mean it's not too strict or anything, but here's your loosely step by step, you know what you're going to do this year, and so you sort of check that mark off you know okay this month great we got that done. took us maybe two months longer than we thought darn that was a problem wish it would have gone faster, sometimes you get obstacles that slow you down but we got it done check it off move to the next thing so it was you know go back and refer what's the next step go back Mm -hmm. and refer it keeps you on track as to the goal where you want it to go but loosely based enough that you can say oh you know this is this um opportunity with a specific you know timeline or a deadline that i'm going to be working on i'm going to have to briefly set that aside come over here and do this project and then right back to that so i have to be self-disciplined enough to Mm -hmm. follow through with that it's a skill that i developed over time it's not um something that i just woke up and was born with um but as a business owner over time you develop these skills Mm -hmm. and i think that um uh, being aware that that's a necessary skill to like develop is really important for new uh entrepreneurs or homepreneurs anyone that's going to be starting a business or is Mm -hmm. currently running a business you got to hold yourself accountable. And um, we have these meetings. Yeah. I like month, that. You're mentioning least. that. Cause
2: you're, you're mentioning yeah. the fact that you are, keeping a plan of action for both of you Mm -hmm. and then putting it forth but not married to it so much that you can't pivot if necessary. And I'm hearing that the key point that you have to have some sort of plan forward or vision or else you're just going to be aimlessly all all over the place. So by having that plan but not being super married to it. Now you can start to pivot and change a little here tweak this tweak that to make it more efficient.
3: Absolutely. And, you know, you, the, the, the shiny thing, the something that wants to distract you, you can write that down, put that in a file folder somewhere as a potential project to look at in the future. So it doesn't you don't feel like you're uh, losing out on opportunity or maybe you're going to forget about it. You can write that down. And then when your schedule does open up, you can maybe go after that shiny thing that really attracted you at that moment and see if it's something that's applicable to you at that moment. But I think that it's really important to have those monthly or weekly meetings, you know, meet up on the deck, you know, just to talk on the, uh, about the business, you know, crack open a bottle of wine or a beer or whatever, you know, and just loosely, you know, what are you at? What are your challenges? Mm -hmm. Are you finding that maybe your schedule isn't allowing you to do this project within this timeline that we had projected? Is there something that I can do? that I can help you in that regard. Maybe I could take on some of his household chores or something Mm. like that. You know what I mean? So I can be uh, a help and a guide behind him, but I'm also a cheerleader and I'm in a way kind of holding him accountable too. I got my own plate of to-dos. So I can only take on so much of his to-dos or vice versa. Yeah, he can only take on so much of mine when I'm feeling overwhelmed. So I'm hearing
2: this communication is a big key. And that- You're constantly looking and comparing notes and saying, where can we help each other? And I think that sounds like what's been your greatest success working together is this constant mode of keeping communication open
3: absolutely and with the mind of you know he's not going to be at his best every day I'm not going to be at my best every day Mm -hmm. there are times when I might feel super frustrated that a project isn't getting completed but you know the guy's doing overtime at work he's coming and he's doing you know student lessons in the evening he's got his gigs with his band you know he's a busy Mm -hmm. guy Mm -hmm. and so I have to in my mind you know take that down to you know really, what is the obstacles? What are the things? How is he feeling? You know, Mm -hmm. is there a way that I can help him in some way? Or, you know, maybe reduce the amount of uh, stress and importance that I'm putting on that project, so that it becomes less of a weight on both of our shoulders. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's something we can work around or outsource. So there's lots of things that we can look at doing that we can maybe mitigate some of those um, potentially, bombs that could have really hurt the relationship, we can Mm -hmm. look at that and say, okay, this is a sensitive issue for me. Let's talk about this because it's bothering me. Is there something else that we can do about this? Or maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, what do you think we should do? Yeah, Um, I I like that you
2: say that, um, Lillian, because when my husband and I first worked together in his business, Mm -hmm um we have two different styles of working together he's more laid back chill i'm like okay we're on time schedule boom 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 and uh, it, it's always causing a lot of tension because i'm like we've right. got a time schedule and i'm not a procrastinator and that when an order comes in let's just do it now right and he's like no we got to weigh it out and put it on paper and, and map it out and i'm like no let, i'm the kind of let's wing it and do it uh okay. so we had to like you were saying come together and say what are our two working patterns how do we see and approach this, but how can we come at it together as a team instead of going, no, we got to do it my way, or we got to do it his way. Yeah,
3: right. So you look at the benefits of what he's, he or she is bringing to the table. And even though it's not something that maybe is in your personality or comes to you naturally, you can see that that Activity is a benefit, so maybe you can mm-hmm. incorporate that together into how you operate the business. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really understanding it and working through it. You know, it comes over time. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, that's another thing that yeah, people have to really pay attention to, especially when you're starting out. The first few years,
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, your expectations are not going to be met in mm-hmm. any regard. We always, always, I anyway, I always project. Oh, you know, this this scenario. You know, worst case, worst case scenario. This this is how it's going to be. And then you end up maybe not meeting that worst case scenario or something interrupts yeah. or you go another direction. So um, I think that uh, being together and really speaking about that is really, really important. Um, understanding that he has his own stresses and that Mm -hmm. I have my own stresses. As you say, um, I'm actually the one who tends to be like the introvert Mm -hmm. and I tend to be a lot more organized and much more in the office and doing, you know, activities like this, marketing, a lot of the writing. My husband is more the creative person. So he's Mm -hmm. very charming with people. You know, he's really good with face-to-face activities and, you know, group activities and leading things. And Mm -hmm. I'm not, I shrink, you know, I'm like, wow, you know, that's too much for me so we try to take advantage of that you know he takes on certain things activities and I take on certain activities um I try to be like he's also an artist so as a musician Mm -hmm. he it it feeds his soul to do this right Mm -hmm. in this regard just as much as writing or carving or painting might be for me Mm -hmm. for him his painting his drumming his building of drums fills himself and so Knowing that about him and trying not to take that away from him or using Mm -hmm. it against him saying oh you're putting all this time into fulfilling yourself, but a person has to do that, if they're yeah. going to be a whole person and come into the picture, right, Exactly. as a whole person. So we need to allow each other that space as well.
2: Yeah. Well, these are great tips, not only for running a business, but for marriage and relationships. <laughs> and you, you've offered so much and, and so many things that aren't hit upon often, which is really just paying attention to each other's different soul needs and and personality differences and saying, what are our greatest gifts and talents is talent we're bringing to the table? And how can we best both Put them out there together as a, a unit, uh, a unity together. Uh, well, you know, we could go on for a long time, but I, I think so. We could, we could, <laughs> but uh, we're coming to an end here. And I don't want okay. people to leave without finding out how to get all your wonderful books, find out more about Brummett Media, and work mm-hmm. with you all. How can they do that?
3: Well, if they go to amazon.com or you know .ca wherever whatever country they're in, go into the Amazon and look for Dave and Lillian and in the books section. You'll find our six books from there. We can keep an eye out. We have a trilogy coming up and another book coming up after behind that. So lots more to be published in the future. Uh, the best way to find us is just to go on to your you know your favorite search engine and type in Dave and Lillian and You'll find pages and pages and pages of information <laughs> about us from there. Um, our main website is brummetmedia.ca that's b-r-u-m-m-e-t uh, media.ca
2: awesome well lily and i just have to thank you again for coming to show thank your you. great brilliance on savvy broadcasting thank you thank you
1: like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at com. Hi, I'm
0: Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.